Cash in. Original individuals. Be yourself, be yourself, be yourself, be yourself. Cash entertainment. Original individuals. Be yourself, be yourself. Freedom writers. Typical. No, don't follow the world or let it get to you. We live in at least two realms. 
metaphysical and spiritual I encourage all of y'all to be original individuals You were not created to be typical no. Don't follow the world or let it get to you Let me get Ben on.
the music's off again. Yay! Okay, so I'll turn that back up. I'm trying to get Ben on here. I keep approving it, and it says it's on camera, and I say add. There, I think I see you at the top. Hmm. Sorry, y'all. Technical difficulties. Seems to be the norm around here lately. <laughs> yes, ma'am. I really would like to get him on camera. Try a couple more times. It shows his little circle at the top, but it's just not pulling him up. If I can't get you on this way, I might have you call in, Ben. I know we didn't want to do that, but let me see if I can't try to invite you myself again. Okay, we got music again. Yeah, I, I'm approving the request. It's just not bringing you on. I don't know. Facebook loves to be an asshat. Bronzeville, San Antonio, Beth, 
DVD business? That is amazing. Hey, Maurice, how are you doing? I'm Candace. Yeah, I know y'all do a whole lot of community work, too, not just uh, selling CBD. Obviously, y'all do that. But what all are y'all doing for the community right now?
letting other people around know how many people are for cannabis. Yeah. They're all the closet smokers see each other for one minute. <laughs> Let's go ahead and add, add this to it. 
husband, I'm not going to name the job, of course, but uh, he works for a union job, and they are dealing with this right now. Happened. Somebody is tested positive, and he only takes this, and so they're starting to learn and educate themselves a little bit on it. And it's slow, but but they're at least open-minded to the possibility of learning about it. You know what I mean? So that's always good. Uh, and one other thing, uh, what was it that I wanted to ask? Let me make sure. The doctor. Oh, Dr. Right. Uh, right. Yeah, they understand 
Well, we at Cannabis Open Carry Walk so appreciate everything that y'all are doing, and thank you for all your support. Um, y'all are our sponsors, and we really appreciate all the help that you've given us. And I'm going to have to, unless there's anything else y'all need to talk about, um, we've got our next guest, Barry, coming on. But
Smithsonian. Low key genius. Hello. Anybody there? We'll give them a little bit longer. I'm going to go ahead and start talking. So, figure it out. Can you see how to do it, maybe? But uh, I'm I'm very much so. Um, it, like my video, it won't even allow me to set up video on this on my phone. Hey, how you doing? There you are. Jim. Yes, I'm here. Let me turn up your volume a little bit because I had it turned down. Okay. I'm here. <laughs> this is this is Jim. Can you hear me? Can you hear me at all? Is he still on Jay or did he I'm I'm still he here. Unfortunately Blue, are you there? I'm still here. Are you there at all? He's on now? Hey, Jim. Are you- I'm here. Can you hear me at all? You there? I'm here, but it's cutting you out. on mute, maybe? No. I'm, we're on speaker. <laughs> oh, this is frustrating. Okay. Um, not sure what's going on. Don't know how to hook into this. Yeah, and it's causing your stuff to to, uh, to chop up. Oh man, I don't know what to do. Hello. Uh it's computers. They they don't like me at all. I'm sorry, but computers don't like me. A second? Okay. I'll wait and give it a second. So uh, I'll start talking about... Are you there? I'm still trying. I'm still trying.
the alcohol thing that is not good. Are you there? And with this cleaner, it's all non-toxic. Hello. I've seen him. He just rubbed a little bit on this uh, this thing, and it comes right off. He was going to do that for y'all today, but he's actually got a website um, with all of the. Hello. I'm trying to be back. <laughs> yeah. It's... I feel so bad for him because this is the second time he's tried to do this show. Well, I'm here still. I'm so sorry, Jim. It's okay. I'm here still. I'm still trying. Yes, it's an amazing product, and he freaking uh, sent us some stuff for Canapest. So if y'all are going to Canapest, Y'all will be able to get a sample until they're gone of his cleaner in just a mouth. Hey, Jim, you're back. Are you there? I'm here. <laughs> it's been a struggle. I'm not sure what's going on. Oh, man. This is so frustrating. Oh man, and mine's everything says it's fine on my end. Are you there? So that y'all can try it out. I'm not going to try to say your name, but from India, what's up? Yes, so I'm here. Are you there? Through for you? Yes, I see them. 
They are there, and I, I everybody's going to go check those out, too. That way they can see. I told them that you, you ate it to prove it was non-toxic. Yes, as a matter of fact, uh, the, at, at least in two or three of those videos, I do exactly that. Right. Uh, right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. that, that so, really says you believe that in your product right there, if you're willing to eat it. That's exactly right. And it is natural, plant-based, renewable, and uh, completely organic. So it's not something that's going to harm you or the planet. But the plus is that it actually works extremely well on cleaning up cannabis resin. As you were saying before, just a small, like a couple of drops can clean up a smear of uh, resin. And uh, one of the videos does exactly that without even touching it using the Canamac. Right. So we've got all the tools for the doing stuff. We've got all the brushes, uh, magnetic scrubbers, and a very cost-effective organic resin remover. And when I say cost-effective, the small two-ounce bottle, though it does cost $12, actually cleans a bong 50 times. Right. You might clean your pipe a hundred times. So kind of cost-effective. It definitely is a, a good value uh, to the consumers. And uh, uh, I think I actually sent you some of the dab drops, which is for taking dab stains out of fabric. Yeah, um, you sent them to our Austin organizer, uh, Loretta. But I'll be getting some oh. at Canifest. Perfect. Perfect. Yes, it's uh, that's going to be a big one because with the uh, onset of the uh, extractions and the shatter and the rosin and the waxes, every so often people drip, drip that stuff on their clothing, and the dab drops formula is specifically for taking those dab stains out of fabric. Right. So. Yeah, I've seen, I've seen you. I've watched the video of you doing it to jeans. Yes. And I mean, it comes out, y'all. Like you scrub it, but man, you know that dab stuff does not come out. Uh, if you get it anywhere, and it in the shatter, it you know it crumbles and goes all over. And so, yeah, you want a good cleaner to take that stuff out your clothes. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and so far nothing else really works. I've I've heard people try and use things like isopropyl alcohol, and that just leaves a bigger ring farther out. You know, it kind of dissolves right. it and then resticks again. So lots of problems with that kind of stuff. As a matter of fact, that's what most people use to clean uh, cannabis resin is isopropyl alcohol, and it's. Uh, Unfortunate that uh, the reality is isopropyl alcohol is listed at the same level as Roundup weed killer. Wow! Um, it's, a, it's a known or that? suspected carcinogen. Yeah, known or suspected carcinogen is, you know, that's the rating they do. And unfortunately, most of the solvents that are out there can be classified that way. And when they turn to vapor, the uh, that vapor is, is known as a VOC, a volatile organic compound. And when a volatile organic compound goes up into the air, uh, it actually mixes with the nitrogen in the air and turns to ground-level ozone. 
Oh, wow. Ground level ozone killed a million people in 2017 worldwide. But the big thing about ground level ozone is we didn't have that problem 150 years ago before the combustion engine. Right. Now ground level ozone has killed a million people in 2017. Well, what's it going to be like in another 50 years? Is it right. going to be much worse? Yeah, I think it will be. So, Definitely. yeah, so those kinds of things are uh, are pretty toxic, and nobody actually knows about it because we have always used them and uh, right. get very inured to those other chemicals that have been around. I mean, right. they figured out, yeah, talcum powder causes cancer, as well as yep. asbestos and uh, and all kinds of other things. But we don't really put it together until it's too late and people are starting to have damage from it. Well, right. if you've got something that's flammable that can be used to dissolve things because it is a solvent, then it's probably not good for you to have around. And as a matter of fact, if you read the uh, the MSDS on the, the material safety data sheet, on ISO, it says you're supposed to wear gloves and and protection when using it right. in a well-ventilated area. Well, oh, unfortunately, wow. every, every home is made to either hold in the heat or the cold, so it is literally not well-ventilated because of that. It recirculates right. the gases around. So if you're using that stuff in your home, it's actually contributing to your uh, uh, poor air quality, which is 14 times worse than outdoor air quality, no matter right. what city you're in. So, yeah. Man, <laughs> I, all, yeah, I all didn't know any of that. Together. I learned all new stuff today because I, you would think alcohol, it, they use it in the medical field. Um, you know, mm-hmm. you're not really thinking that it's like harmful. <laughs> well, and that's a very good point, though. They use it in the medical, but the medical field doesn't necessarily do things that are good for you. Right. They do things no, that you that. need, like like X-rays and chemotherapy, and hell, into the proctologist is uh, right. not really the best in the world. But you know, you got to do it. And when you sterilize an arm before a flu shot, that's about two drops once a year. Right. And it's spread on your arm, and yeah, a little bit goes in your system, but that's a pretty small risk right there. But right. that's not what we use to clean. We use closer to two ounces, which is about a thousand drops. And if you're an average person, you clean it what once a week, once every two weeks, once a month. Well, right. there's there's easily 130 million cannabis consumers in North America. And if 100 million of them clean once a month in two ounces of ISO, that's 2.4 billion ounces dumped yearly, or about 55,000 gallons a day. Down the drain, and you don't even think about that, do you? Yeah, I didn't until just now, but it's going all in our wa- in our oceans and our land and stuff, too. Exactly. And and as a matter of fact, the first thing it does, I mean, we talked about it killing germs and bacteria, but the first thing it meets in your sewer or septic tank is the bacteria, bacteria. that starts to break down of the shit. Yes, so and you need good bacteria, sudden, so you don't want to kill all your bacteria. 
Right. It's pretty much like your gut. You, yeah. you have to have that stuff around, you know. So, and but then there's the other end of the spectrum that we have used so much of of the alcohol-based cleaners and disinfectants that now hospitals are battling alcohol-resistant bacteria. Oh wow! And that's yeah, actually scares the hell out of them, right? What's that? It, because of all that overusing hand sanitizer that we do. That's exactly right. Yeah, and and then there's the there's the this, this study on the hand sanitizer where, in high use fields like in the hospital with nurses and stuff, there's actually the possibility of having fetal alcohol syndrome because of using hand sanitizer, hairsprays, and other cosmetic or or items that use isopropyl alcohol. In oh that. wow. Yeah, they're actually so conducting that So you don't want to use that, that stuff, stuff if you're pregnant. Right, because it's another alcohol. Wow. And alcohols have a common uh, molecule chain, and that's how they're defined, is as an alcohol. So it doesn't matter whether it's the ethyl alcohol of the vodka or beer or whatever during pregnancy or the hand sanitizer, hairspray, or other product during pregnancy. Right. Well, yeah. that makes sense because it goes. Yeah. The hairspray will go through your scalp, and yes. yeah, it it goes through your skin, so you're absorbing it. Very much so. Yes, it absorbs right through the skin. You're very correct in that, and you can inhale it, which uh, is where that uh, bad uh, indoor air quality comes from. Right. So yeah, all kinds of fun things. It's just invading our lives. Yeah. So you want a non toxic cleaner, y'all? In other words definitely want something non-toxic. I, I know that you told me that you have quite a story that got you started in all this about oh, uh, your health and cannabis, that you're a cannabis patient. Well, exactly that. I, for uh, 32 years, I was actually the vice president of a company that sold furniture to the federal government. I used to make the joke that, uh, you know, since all I do is sell to the government, most of my profit goes straight to my psychoanalyst. Well, by the end of the my session, that actually was getting more true than anything else. But uh, at that point, I had had uh, 15 different broken bones from various accidents, had fibromyalgia, as well as I was uh, well into my 300 pounds. Somewhere around 315, I think, because my scale didn't go past 300. Right. So that was always a problem. At that point, I was doing Advil or ibuprofen every other day just to balance them out so I wouldn't have too bad of a rotted gut. Right. Had high blood pressure, COPD, the blood, I, they counted 13 blood clots in my lungs and then just stopped counting and said, screw it, you got a bad case. So, um, yeah, lots of different problems. Decided I didn't care whether or not uh, uh, the government knew that I smoked cannabis, and I went and got my medical card. Right. Uh, since then, I have uh, dropped down to about 250, uh, which I've always been a very muscular big man. So, you know, that's not actually a bad weight for me. And, right. Um, 
and uh, I I bicycle virtually every day. I'm out uh, active and living life, and it's a big part of it is directly contributed to cannabis. Well, heck yeah! I, I know that that it it makes it it makes it extra special to do a job that uh, that you're that passionate about that you know that it helps that much. You know, it just makes it that much better to do that job. Well, I appreciate that. <laughs> it it has turned into quite the passion. I think you can probably hear it in my voice. Definitely. And it was uh, it was kind of different. I mean, the the uh, formula works by a, a whole new way. It's uh, it works by polar attraction and encapsulation. And basic encapsulation formula uh, in physics states that any two compounds that come together and can mix, one will be dominant over the other and dictate how the pair react to the environment. A good hmm. example of that is actually our old friend isopropyl alcohol. Now, we know water can't burn. However, if you get uh, water in your gas tank, you can pour in a product called heat that is 99% isopropyl alcohol that bonds with that molecule of water dictates then to the environment that, hey, I can burn, and I'm taking this molecule of water with me. Oh, wow. So dominant over that molecule. Well, Mile High Cleaner is dominant over the resin. Okay. And it says, we're not sticky anymore. We're just not going to stick to anything. All you've got to do is agitate me a little with either a brush or the canamag or some sort of tool and I'll just dissolve right off of there because of polar attraction. All and right. that is where burnt cannabis is negatively charged. It lost the ion. Whereas my product is positively charged. So it ah. actually wants to bind with the formula as right. long as you break the adhesion in the first place. It's that right. simple. Yeah, sounds yeah, that I, simple. I know I've personally seen it. Like I said, if y'all get a chance, please go look at those videos because he was going to do that demonstration for you today on the live, but we couldn't get him on. Uh, but they'll see the videos, and I, I'm pretty sure you just described it very well. Well, thank you very much. Yeah, I think I've pretty much talked myself out. <laughs> Do you oh, have no, a next that's coming on? Yes, sir. Thank you so much for coming on and taking two of your Mondays out uh, to help educate us on uh, the fact that we need safer cleaners. And go check well, out Mile High Cleaner, too, y'all. Go like his Facebook page. And can you give me the web address? It, it is milehighcleaner.com. Uh, uh, in all of our things. So just go to Mile High Cleaner on Twitter or anything. Yes. Awesome. Well, thank Perfect. you very much, Jim. Thank you. You have a great day. And thank day. you for your donation for Canifest. I look forward to You're trying welcome. it. All right. See you soon. Bye-bye. Tracy, are you still around, love? We got you next. Tracy Hooker. Man, y'all. She's the one that donated this for our auction. Hello. Hey, how you doing, love? 
Good. How are you? Doing great. I'm glad I get to talk to you today. I'm so sorry about last week. Oh, it's fine. It happens. <laughs> yeah, this we just working out the bugs, trying to get, you know, when you got two new members doing something new, we got to work out all those kinks and stuff, and oh, yes, I we'll get it. it. Y'all just bear with us. <laughs> yeah. Take time. How has your day been going? Busy. I just got busy, back busy. in town from uh, California. Oh, awesome. What did you do there? Uh, hung out by the pool. I went to one or one dispensary. I do a little shop around. <laughs> yeah, I, it's always fun when you go to different places to always check out the different stores, see what they got. Right. Definitely. I know you were telling, uh, if, if y'all don't, can't, Tracy grows her own uh, cannabis for her personal use. And so she, in my opinion, is a grower. And uh, she knows <laughs> a lot. I've never heard that. <laughs> and I love taking her brain. <laughs> I know that you said uh, you grew the blue dream that's in the shadow box, right? Yes. It's so pretty. And then I, I have been able to keep those genetics growing until today. Oh, no. I killed, I killed my last one. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, it's, I guess it's just time for new genetics. Right. Time to get a new one. Yeah, switch it up. See what's out there. <laughs> Uh, I know that you um, and I were talking, and we were mm-hmm. talking about the pros and cons of legalization in different states. Yes. Yes. And I want, uh, if you will, explain mm-hmm. to our listeners um, why it is important um, for Texas definitely never to give up your grow right and yes. uh, other things that us as Texans can learn from y'all's legalization process. Yeah, well, the one the grow rights when we voted in our question 2, which would be our recreational. Um we really basically made it very difficult to cultivate here in Nevada as a home grow. You have to be I think it's 25 miles or more away from a dispensary, which is almost impossible here in Nevada, it's a small state, and there is a, I've heard that there's a strain-specific law where if you need a specific strain and you can't find it in dispensaries within 25 miles of you or something like that, then you can grow that strain, Right. but it's still hazy and murky and a lot of what-ifs, and it seemed like Almost, you know, my opinion, almost overnight, the politicians and the corporate side of the industry really get together, and it seems like the patient just almost immediately starts losing. As soon as you can't home cultivate, I think you give up a lot of your your personal freedoms. Right. It becomes more about a business than, you know, the saving lives and the studying and the, you know, things that we should be pushing forward on. Right. That right. kind of seems to pause because 
it's, you know, the politicians and the big corporations. It's almost like a, you, I, you wonder, like you step back and you go, is this what the pharmaceuticals look like in the 80s? Is this how that got started? Right. <laughs> so, yeah, I would really not give up grow rights. Um, I struggled voting yes on question two and, you know, other people will have very different opinions that say, no, you get it on the books because then you get to start going for the getting people out of jails and stuff, which that has been a very slow going process. So, and then other people like me, I really hesitated and I don't always feel good about the vote on the yes, because I feel like we gave up our grow rights for it. Right. And we're Las Vegas. It's a very tourist orientated town anyways. And you really tell that that's who their customers are. That's who they care about. Right. It's all about high THC. And that's, you know, that's another one, the labs. Uh, I would make sure that the labs and the dispensaries, I think there needs to be a middleman between them. It shouldn't okay. be them working side by side. I think you lose transparency and things can get murky. And I think that if right. there was a more, that's where the only parts where the regulations that start coming in where they can do good is in situations like that and be the middleman. Right. And the regulations, Nevada is, it's, it's high up for the level of regulations we require as far as other states. Right. And that has its pros and cons. It's great because you can really seek out consistent medicine with the whole profile of the plant, the batch, the dates, you know, and all of that. But I think you pay heavily for that. All of that testing and all of that regulation does fall on the backs of the patients and the consumers. That's who pays for that. So it's really nice to have good safe medicine and be able to have those profiles and be consistent with it and really pick it out. You know, like I said, I get to go pick out my sleeping medicine. I get to ask them for an indica with heavy mercine, you know, and not every state can do that with their regulations. So it's nice, but we are one of the more expensive states that there is for that. Right. Yeah, you were showing me the price differences and stuff, too. And, uh, God, uh, you said you're paying for the testing, right? Really, is that that what they say? Yeah, Yeah, the regulation. You know, and it's the cultivators will tell you their side of the story and how they're regulated and how much they're coming out of pocket. You know, the storefronts will tell you their side and the patients, it's, it's all trickling down and the patients seem to get the blunt end of it. Right. And 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 I know everybody knows about how if your car is messed up and you need a state a state inspection, you might be able to find a shop. You can pay them 20 bucks and they can let you <laughs> slip on give you your state sticker. Well, that's what she's talking about how there needs to be a middleman in those lab testings because uh, she was mm-hmm. saying people can come in with some money and just be like, mm-hmm. I need it this much CBD and this much THC, and they just print you out yeah. something. So. And I haven't yeah. heard that in Nevada. I've heard of it being a problem in other states. 
you know, you hear it makes people leery and worry about it. And it would just, you would be able to ease that with transparency and having somebody in the middle, you know, navigate that. Just make it a little bit more trustworthy. Mm -hmm. Definitely. And just keep, you know, educating the public on all of it and keep them asking those questions. And there's still, even once it gets, you know, legalized, there's still a lot of things that come up. Odd things like that you wouldn't even think of. Just random, oh, we have to deal with that. Oh, that needs a law. And then before you know it, it's just so regulated. You don't know which end is which. Right, right. Yeah, Juan, definitely don't go cheap on your meds. <laughs> yeah. And so far, as far as it being whether it's legalized or freedom, I th- I really think who's getting it close to that freedom is Oklahoma. I really right. like the way their laws are turning out so far. They are doing very good over there. We're watching them really close. I think there's a lot to learn, yeah, from Oklahoma and how they're doing things and how they're they're veterans. They're treating their veterans, and they've made some great right. strides in yes. that with just Definitely getting that. it on the book. I, mm-hmm. I believe that the veterans should have been the first person to get medical marijuana. I don't understand why they knocked yeah, them out here it should here be Texas. very easily accessible, affordable, you know, to them, and just like other health benefits that they get, you know, that should be considered and rolled right along into it. Right. 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 Oklahoma has it where, is it their medical cards, I think, are free? Oh, yeah. They waive a fee, yeah, for them. Wow. Thought, well, that's a really good start. That's the right idea. Right. Definitely. They, yeah. yeah uh, Jason's, my mother-in-law lives in Oklahoma. And so she, I believe, is getting her license. Um, she was going to give up her gun rights. That was a whole other issue. Um, I think they fixed that, didn't they? Didn't they fix the gun thing in Oklahoma? You don't know? I'll have to get y'all and keep y'all updated on that one. But, uh, yeah, she had to give up her gun rights to get That's the only bad thing. Um, I believe if you're allowed to have hydrocodone and Xanax, yeah and drink and have a gun, then you should be responsible marijuana user and have You're a gun. You're allowed to go to a liquor store and go buy a gun. Right. <laughs> then you should be allowed to smoke a joint and buy a gun. <laughs> I way trust somebody that's stoned with a gun more than I ever trust a drunk with a gun. <laughs> <laughs> the more you hang around with more people that smoke and stuff, too, you notice everybody kind of self-regulates themselves. Nobody wants to be too high. (laughs) They all kind of have a little trigger, and they go, oh, no, I'm done. They cut themselves off. People are drinking. That's a little bit of a different story with that. (laughs) They don't self-regulate so much. There is no (laughs) limit. There's, like, no cutoff point. Mm -hmm. More and more. Yeah. (laughs) Yes, I try to explain that. When you talk to, like, police officers and stuff. I'm sorry. One more time. When we talk, when you talk to like police officers and stuff, you're yeah. always trying to explain that, and they always do like the one eyebrow up, like, mm-hmm. And you're like, no, really, if you hung out with us more, you would see what I'm talking about. <laughs> right, you would know that it doesn't make you hallucinate and make you see colors mm-hmm. and all that crap. Oh yeah. my god, <laughs> <laughs> I was watching the movie How High Two. I don't know if y'all seen that yet, but some of those oh. movies y'all heard us because. 
stared, you do not see that stuff when you're high. You don't see colors like that. And no, that's acid, y'all, not weed. Wrong drug. Try again. Yeah, exactly. And I think it scares Next. people to see stuff like that on TV because they're they don't know. You know, most of them don't know, and that's what that's, they're getting their their input on. It that surprises me. That always surprises me. Because I always look at it as it's a joke, it's funny, or yeah, and you're like, oh, oh, you believe that. Oh, (laughs) (laughs) didn't realize that. (laughs) Right. Awesome. Jay, just let me know we got 16 minutes left. I know I want to get Glenn on here, Um, but I did want you to tell everybody about the CBD. We were talking about the cannabis, the THC and the CBD. Uh, bind mm-hmm. into your receptors. Which ones? In the brain? Uh, oh, the ones that are needed, in the brain. Yeah. So yeah. They, remember, I uh, thought you needed THC, and you said no. It was the opposite. Yeah. They. They. Well, it depends on you know what part of the body you're talking about, about what you're trying to do, how you, okay. if you've smoked, if you've ingested, you know, all of that works different. But they all, all everything has a relationship with each other. You know, the Delta 9, everything, and it all kind of works in relationships. So that's why whole plant medicine is always what's best. So in the brain, the, mole- let's see, how can I- the molecule for the brain that the, it would go in is kind of small. So the CBD and the THC molecules are fat. They're large. Okay. I told you it was like a redhead hair dye. That's why right. when you dye your hair red, it slips or fades faster because the molecules are bigger. They don't grip your hair as well. Right. So that's like a THC molecule. It's fat. <laughs> and so the CBD molecule goes in first and kind of just stretches it out and greases the wheels so that the THC could go in and enter the brain. Okay. Awesome. Yeah, and that yeah. all happens through the endocannabinoid system and the receptors and all that. Right. Yeah, yeah but they all have different relationships with each other at different times. And, yeah, like when you talk to, like, the cannabis nurses and all that and they start breaking it down, it's really interesting. And the relationship, all of the cannabinoids and all of that, they all need each other. Right. Definitely. The whole plant is best, y'all. If you are looking for anything for your health, whole plant. Mm-hmm. You want it, yeah. all the good stuff. Yes, Tracy yeah. Hooker is talking, Donna. Uh, she's <laughs> from Las Vegas, and she's the one that donated this beautiful shadow box for our COCW auction. Um, yeah, good luck. And we you. wanted to thank you for that, too, love. No it's problem. beautiful. I'm going to be jealous of whoever gets it. <laughs> you know, uh, <laughs> what else, when they're deep like that, that deep shadow box, what's cool is when they sit on the wall, if you put them like where the light hits them right, they make the shadow of the pot leaf behind the wall, on the wall. It's really cool. Oh, cool. Yeah. That's neat. Yeah, I yeah, love them. They're beautiful. Fun. I love the, plot, the plant, the, the whole plant, man. I, there's nothing I don't love about it. I was telling everybody... Um, yesterday I had a dream and it was because of what we were talking about, the hermaphrodites. And oh, yes. I had a dream I was growing and all my plants were hermaphrodites. 
<laughs> I thought you'd get a kick out of that. So you became a seed bank? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was like, no. <laughs> yeah, from cultivator to seed bank. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I was like, no, this isn't what I wanted. <laughs> but, no, thank you so much for coming on and for doing no this two Mondays in a row. Um, I yeah. always love talking to you and picking your brain. You have a great way yeah. of explaining stuff that I can understand <laughs> it. Good. Oh, yeah, and I hope that shadow box gets big money for you guys. Yeah, me too. Yeah. I'm sure whoever gets it is going to be very, do. very, they're going to love it. Yeah, they're definitely so. going to love it. Yeah, but my old work donated say, the frame, uh, so it's all custom. Right, right. Yeah, you were telling yeah. me that, that the square is isn't uh the square design isn't not it's rare, right? It's not yeah it's more expensive. Mhm. A lot of waste when you make squares or circles in custom right. framing. Yeah. So not a lot of things are square or circles anymore. Right. So yeah, and well, then it's the very beautiful UV. and I so appreciate it. Um, I'm going to go ahead and sign off with you and let, I want Glenn to come on. I didn't know he was on, but he had his court today and I want him to be able to tell everybody (gasps) what happened. Oh, I hope it was good. (laughs) Yes. So we're going to hear it. He's going to come on and tell us. Okay. All right. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Uh Bye-bye. Glenn, are you still on? Can we get you on here so you can talk? Awesome. How are you doing? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. How are you tonight? Doing great. So what all happened with court today? Well, um, we went into court, and our attorneys come to us and said that they want to offer us a deal. They want to make a deal with us. And what they offered, um, Peggy would drop all the charges if she would plead to an F3 child endangerment and if I would plead to an F1 manufacturing. Yeah, no. <laughs> That's bullshit. <laughs> yeah, we we thought pretty much the same thing. I mean, how can you go from charging us with everything that we've char- been, we're, we're being charged with and you drop everything and those are the two things that you pick out? Right. You know? Yeah, um, no. so yeah, we pretty much told them, no, we, we're not going to take that deal. Um, and that uh, we're going to meet with our attorneys on the 20th. They're going to have a, an attorney conference on the 21st to um, inform them what our, our answer was. And then we're going to go from there. Uh, I think that we're going to go ahead and just set trial if, if need to be. And and if you if y'all if he does if they do go to trial they're gonna need what area are you in again Glenn I'm sorry we are in uh, Mercer County Ohio um, the court Ohio. is being held in Salina Ohio yeah um, but yeah the thing is, is oh man it, 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 our law this it's really we're we're way over indicted to begin with um, they're overstretching and reaching farther than what they you know. It's it's just really weird and and crazy, and then for them to offer us, you know, those deal, you know, that kind of deal with those those charges, 
looking at and considering everything else that we're going through, I mean, we are literally, honest to God, truthfully, and I'm not saying nothing that's not truthful. Peggy and I are literally the first two people in the history, history of cannabis prohibition that are allowed to use cannabis being charged with cannabis possession. Um, You've got to grasp the reality of that. We're, we're being charged with the possession of, of cannabis, and we're allowed to use exactly what we're being charged with. Exactly. And I, for the people who don't know, uh, he got, him and Peggy got convicted. Mate, y'all are looking at like 50 years, right? Between, yeah, collectively, it's about uh, 56 years for me and 52 or 54 years for Peggy. Um, and they came into our home. It's not like we were driving around or we went, you know, to another state and was coming back with it. They come into our home. Um, right. And, and, and you were allowed could, to have this. Yes, yes. The judge prescribed by a doctor. Prescribed. Yeah, the judge even ruled in the in this case that you know at the time of them incident them coming into our house we were medical patients and we were within law. That is on the books. That's that's part of our record. Anybody can go and and look at the public records and look and see that the judge has ordered and deemed at the time of the incident we were medical patients and were within law. I know, yeah, that's, go ahead and use what we're charging you with. Yeah, that is so bullshit. Y- y'all, if he does end up have, if they do end up having to fight this, um, if you are in his area, please, uh, they just need people to fill the seats of that courtroom, y'all. Um, hey, listen, let me tell you something, Candace, really cool. Peter and Helen Yaple, uh, Pastor Peter and Helen Yaple, they run the uh, New York chapter of the Human Solutions Separation Over Solidarity. They drove nine and a half hours to come and be in court today with us. I know. I've seen that on his video. I mean, they are amazing people. That is so awesome that he did that for you. I'm so happy you weren't by y'all. Right. Yeah. You know, grateful, you know, really grateful that Peter and Helen come and and was there by our side and and got to see that, you know, exactly what our system is is doing, you know, particularly Ohio system. And, and it's not just Peggy and I, you know, that that's doing this. You know, there's a lot of people here in Ohio that's suffering this way. And, and you know, you got to sit back and just stop and think that, you know, Peggy and I are going through this. Yes, absolutely. We're physically going through this. It's our lives at stake. But this case is not just about us. This is about every single person that consumes yes. cannabis. You know, um, so yeah, please, gonna outline, please. This case is going to outline the way that everybody else that gets charged with this ends up. Like, everybody's going to look to, like, your case, right, to see how the judge did this one. Right, yeah. And, and listen, again, history making in this, you know, case is, is we can use cannabis being charged with possession of cannabis. You know, that, that is never ever been on. What are you and Peggy's uh what what are y'all's illnesses? Why why do y'all have to use cannabis cannabis for medicine? I have Crohn's and chronic uh lower back pain and hips and Peggy is suffering from MS. Um very debilitating disease. I I 
I, I, I feel bad, you know, to see anybody dealing with MS and to see and watch what my wife has to go through. And, you know, my wife is just one of, of like 11 million people here in the United States that deal with MS on a day-to-day basis. And, you know, cannabis helped her. Cannabis was healing her. Cannabis was, you know, doing a lot of good for her. And, you know, going through this case is really detrimental to her health and, you know, her disease. You, you know, MS is... is yeah, you don't need all this stress with MS. Right, right. Stress, you know, really makes MS, you know, somebody's MS, like, really flare up and really bad. So, right. Um, you know, it's, it's really, it's, it's really stuff. It sucks to watch her have to go through this and go through this case. So, yeah, you know, we ask and, and pray and beg for people to come and, man, stand there in court with us, stand there behind us and, and stand and, and show solidarity like Peter and Helen did. They drove nine hours, drove, drove nine hours to come and be to court with us. That, you know, that's that's huge. You know, that's really. Here in Helen, y'all, if y'all don't know who they are, they're with the Human Solution International. What chapter are they again? They're the New York chapter. New York State New York chapter. chapter. Yeah, solidarity. You know, they got a big heart to drive nine miles. You know, and and just to be with them at court. Y'all uh, are amazing. My love goes out to all y'all. And, man, we are praying for you. And uh, you know I will share every – keep us updated. And anytime you want to come on the show, you're more than welcome to let us know what's going on. And I'll keep COCW crew updated. And hopefully we can get your courtroom full if it comes to that. Right on. Thank you, Candace, for, for giving a platform for people to, you know, Reach out to people, you know, and listen, my name is Glenn Keeling. I'm really easy to, to find. You can Facebook. Um, we run the Ohio chapter of the Human Solution. We're the Creative Care Beacon. Um, so, yeah, just, just find me on Facebook. My wife is Peggy Kimmel. Um, you know, if you're in Ohio and, and you need support, you can reach out to us because we'll help and do what we can to help you also. You hear that, y'all? That's such a great heart. They're going through this, and they're telling you, if you need help, reach out to them. Y'all y'all, be there for these guys. They've got great hearts. Peggy, she's she's not going to make it in jail. We can't let it come to that. Um, MS is horrible, and there's no way that she'll be able to make it with in a situation like that with that. Uh-uh. We got to do something. We got to stand up yeah. and tell people we're not going to accept this. Right, you know, standing together, you know, coming together, and, you know, we talk about this all the time, you know, trying to get people to come. The more people that come together, that stand together, the less that they can hurt us, the less that they can do bullshit like this, because that's exactly what this is. It's just, it, it's just a power play that they, you know, want to try to run somebody's life and, and try to control, and we've got to stand together, everybody bound together, you know, Yes. We're stronger together. Yes, definitely. Get up, stand up, y'all. Right, absolutely. But I appreciate y'all coming on, and thank you for keeping us updated, and I will definitely be uh, looking forward to hearing more from y'all, and I will be sharing everything I can um, to our audience so they know what's going on. Again, Candace, thank you very much for your support, and you guys have a great yes, evening. Y'all too. Thank y'all. Awesome. Yeah, so if y'all get a chance, you go look our guest up today. 
Um, I know our show ran a little late today. Um, I do want to say Fastbox is having an event. Um, got it written down. Plano, Texas, 1301 Summit Drive at their uh, shop that they have in Plano. We're going to meet there. We're going to walk over to uh, Avenue K, and uh, we are going to have a walk over there. And then afterwards, we're all going to go back to Fastbox for refreshments and shopping. And if y'all want to go check out what they have, go to at thefastbox.com. And if you use the code COCW, you will get 10% off your order, and we get a 5% back. Um, COCW does. So they help us out a lot with that. Um, Y'all, I had a great time. Thank you very much to Coffee Party Radio. Uh, Thank you very much to Human Solution International for all y'all do. Thank you to Peggy, Tracy, and uh, Go Green, Ben, and Jim for coming on the show today. And uh, I'm going to see y'all later. My husband's ready to go to work. So I got to go. Peace.